Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Good news out there. Uh, The Super Bowl was 15 days ago. And if you remember, everybody out there who was covering the Super Bowl, the Corona Bros all said, oh my God, do you see the way that they are actually celebrating in Tampa? We need to have more people arrested. There's not enough mask wearing. This is going to be a massive super spreader event. In fact, I'm going to read you some of the headlines out there. The Independent said, wild maskless Super Bowl celebrations in COVID variant hotspots spark super spreader fears. Uh, A lot of the blue checkmark brigade, the Corona Bros, said uh, that there was going to be a huge issue. Maskless revel, revelers celebrate Buccaneers Super Bowl win. What could possibly go wrong? News 4 in Jacksonville, a quote-unquote expert, says he would be shocked if we didn't see a dramatic increase in COVID-19 cases after this weekend Super Bowl festivities. Uh, there were, I'm, I'm going to just read some more of the headlines that were out there that suggested that we are headed into a disaster zone after there was celebrations. The New York Post said, 
Tampa streets packed with maskless revelers ahead of the Super Bowl. And Vice News said the real winner of the Super Bowl could be COVID-19. Thousand New York Times, thousands of people crowded the streets of Tampa, Florida after the Buccaneers beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Videos show many revelers not wearing masks and ignoring uh, social distancing. And the headline was, in Tampa, Super Bowl celebrations bring super spreader concerns. A double mask. Not one mask, but two masks. CNN reporter was aghast at the Super Bowl crowds, and she said, I asked the police, what are you doing about this? She wanted people arrested for celebrating and not having masks on. Uh, and I'm just continuing to read, Florida is going to kill us all, said one of the blue check mark brigade uh, members. Business insider quoted, quote, an infectious disease expert saying, quote, the reality is sobering about how dangerous the Super Bowl would be for attendees. Uh, and they were saying you should never do it. The Huffington Post said that Tampa's maskless Super Bowl celebration leads to super spreader fears. The Washington Post, not to be outdone, thousands of maskless Tampa fans flooded the streets celebrating the Super Bowl win while risking a super spreader event. And uh, I think I just read from the LA Times, this expert said, again, he would be shocked if we didn't see a dramatic increase. And all of this, All of this was public 15 days ago. Now that we know we are past when any sort of COVID infections would have occurred in Hillsborough County, Florida, which is the location where the Super Bowl took place, the number of infections have continued to collapse. They are down substantially from two weeks ago when the Super Bowl was played. The same thing happened in the state of Alabama after the University of Alabama won their national championship a bunch of college kids in Tuscaloosa gathered on the streets to celebrate the national championship everybody said that COVID was going to be running rampant rampant through the University of Alabama and cases plummeted there as well so the quote-unquote experts who continue to use sports as an example of super spreader events we saw it happen when Notre Dame beat Clemson and their fan base stormed the field everybody in sports who's a corona bro lost their mind and they were like oh my god everybody at Notre Dame is going to end up now with COVID it didn't happen there also college football and NFL games as we discussed in hour one you can go read your study uh, the study yourself at OutKick go to OutKick.com We also have not seen any evidence that sporting events have provided any kind of super spreader events at all in college football or the NFL now at the Super Bowl as well. To me, the data is now clear. It's time to start letting people go back to sporting events if they want to go to sporting events and watch them, particularly for Major League Baseball as it gets closer because it's outdoors. And we were talking about in the first hour of the program, I'll probably bring it up with Chad Withrow, my guest here in a little bit as well. If you're able to get in an airplane and you can sit in an enclosed tube 
with strangers really close to you for hours and fly all over the country, how in the world can you not be allowed to go to a Major League Baseball stadium and sit outdoors and watch a game? If you don't want to go, that's fine. If there are some of you out there listening right now who are like, oh, that sounds awful. I would never want to go to a Major League Baseball game and sit near a stranger right now. I understand that. That's your right. We've had 60 million people vaccinated already, probably over 100 million, not probably, certainly over 100 million people who've already had COVID. That means we're rapidly approaching herd immunity in this country. And the reality is the number of COVID cases are collapsing, falling apart. Number of people hospitalized, collapsing. All of that as we get closer, hopefully, to spring and warm weather When we already know being outside in warm weather, COVID spreads less significantly in those environments. So why shouldn't you be able to make the choice to go watch a Major League Baseball game in a stadium? I don't know what the number needs to be. They're talking about 25% for spring training. 25% seems very safe. 50% seems very safe to me too. Still a lot of space in a half full stadium. And all of the data, no issues in the NFL, no issues in college football, no issues at the Super Bowl. If you're actually going to look at the data and the science, it seems to me very clear that we should be opening back up stadiums and allowing fans who want to go to those games to go to them. And personally, I would go. And not only would I go, I would take my family and I'd be happy to be there. If you don't want to go, you don't have to. Up next, we'll see whether Chad Withrow would go or not. He's one of the newest employees at OutKick. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
Obviously, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Joined now by one of the newest members of the Outkick universe, Chad Withrow. His show will debut on March the 15th. We are doing a downtown Nashville event on March the 19th for the return of the uh, NCAA tournament, which should be a lot of fun to watch. And uh, remember, the NCAA tournament is starting on a Friday now. If you want to be a part of that, guarantee yourself a spot. You can go to outkick.com slash VIP. Get signed up today because we think we're going to have a big crowd Withrow, we're kind of in that uh, interesting spot where it's the pivot point where I know football conversation is not going to go away, and ordinarily this is when the combine would be taking place. And so you've been to the combine the past several years, I believe. How much weirder is it going to be to talk about the NFL draft without the storylines that usually we get at the NFL combine? Have you thought about that? Not to mention how much more difficult it's going to be for all of the teams to not have a standardized metric of measurement, uh, particularly, I think, for smaller school guys who you may not be able to look at film and get as good of a read on as you can kind of the big conference guys. It just really throws off the life cycle of sports, right? Like the, the more of these little little things, and I say the combine is a little thing. It's not a little thing. I mean, anything with the NFL now is a very much a big thing. And the combine has become bigger and bigger each year. I've been there, I think, six times now uh, and done shows from the combine. So I see how big it's, it's become. 
and the interest with it, and just the NFL draft interest. I think the NFL draft is one of those perfect events because it's the marriage of college football and pro football. That's right. So NFL fans and college football fans, and if you're fans of both, it's really a great day and a great time for you because it's the marriage of the two, uh, which is outstanding. But, no, it's it's just another one of those events, Clay, that has sort of disrupted the annual life cycle of sports. And this is the time of year where you're coming off the Super Bowl, you're gearing up for March Madness, but set in between period where, let's face it, you know, not every college basketball game uh, means the same as you go down this part of the season. Interest does go up this time of year because you can start real, realistically looking at, you know, seed projections and things like that as you get closer to conference tournaments. But, yeah, we're, we're kind of in a bit of uh, no-man's land with, with sports right now. And I think no, you know, the, the combine and, and, and things that we're missing out with that, it's just one other you know, notch in the belt of, uh, of COVID-19 and, and kind of what it's taken from us in many ways in sports. But here we are. We, we continue to endure. We continue to have things to look forward to. It's interesting because I was having a conversation on my – we had it a Zoom, and I know you've done this too with our OutKick VIPs. And I got asked a good question by one of the VIPs about kind of looking ahead towards the draft and how the absence of the combine might impact things. And in thinking about it, I believe it's going to hurt the small school guys, right? Because yeah. if you are yeah. a GM or if you're an owner or you're involved in the scouting profession – it's a lot easier to say, oh, well, I went and got that guy from Alabama or Ohio State or wherever the top programs are right now, and he didn't pan out. Who could have ever seen that happening than it is to go draft a guy from a, you know, an FCS level or a small school who ordinarily, this is their opportunity to shine. When you put them all together in the same room, you can look at their 40 times. You can look at their foot, their foot movement. You can look at their, their you know, sort of quick, fast twitch, all those different things and say, okay, we can see a little bit better how this guy might project. We can pretend that he had gone to a bigger school and played against better competition. But given the risk factors at play, if you aren't able to see those uh, smaller school guys play at the same high level, it might be a lot safer to go big school. Does that make sense to you? Do you buy that theory? No, I I buy it, Clay. I think two groups are hurt uh, with no combine. One, the small school guy, like you said, uh, it, you know, it, for those players to explode on the scene and suddenly get a lot of interest from multiple teams at once, that opportunity goes away uh, w- without the combine. The other thing, networkers. And what I mean by that, people looking for jobs in football, yeah. agents. I mean, this is, a, this is the football convention. There's two of them. You know, there's the Super Bowl yeah. and there's the combine. They both but got the shut combine, down this year. And you could maybe yeah, say com- Senior Bowl, which they at least had. Yeah. But, yeah, the combine yeah. is big for guys getting their jobs. Senior Bowl is a big one, but to me, you know, the combine is much bigger because it's everyone in a small, confined space. It's everyone going out at night, going to dinners. It's your chance to meet teams. And I'm talking about, you know, people in the scouting office, uh, trainers, you know, at every level, not just a, a, a team trying to hire an offensive coordinator at right. that level, but every level of the football profession. They basically from, take over Indianapolis, and it's a big football conference. Yeah, it's an opportunity for them to get jobs or to meet people or people that are in between jobs to go network. Um, so I, I, that's a, a robbed opportunity for a lot of those people also. Here's the group that's rewarded, though, Clay. And you mentioned the small, the small school guy that's going to be hurt with this. There are a lot of teams who have done their due diligence 
and they've got someone that they covet maybe more than another, another team right now. And those scouts and the ones that get creative and have done their research and scouted guys more than everyone else, you know there's a handful of guys every year that uh, a scouting department is looking at someone saying, I really hope we can get this guy in the fifth or sixth round. We think he's going to be a starter for us or could eventually be a starter for us. Those teams that get creative and have done their homework, which I'm not saying it's the NFL. Most teams are doing their homework. But for the teams that have targeted and zeroed in on a few guys from small schools, now that they don't have that opportunity, I think those teams are rewarded for doing their due diligence because they've zeroed in on someone. Now that player doesn't have the same opportunity. They're not going to go to a big pro day because they didn't go to the big school. They're not going to go to the combine. They're not going to be seen by everyone. So you know those teams that know who those players are are really liking this situation right now. We talked earlier in the first hour of the program about two big data points that I think are significant because it speaks to something that everybody got right in big college football in the NFL. You went to a game with me, Alabama, Tennessee. Uh, You've been to NFL games. They did a study of all the places that allowed crowds to be present and found there was no spike in COVID cases at all from allowing crowds to be present to go watch college football games. Also, we've now been over two weeks since the celebration in Tampa Bay uh, when everybody lost their minds and said, oh, it's a super spreader event at the Super Bowl. There's no way they should have had parties. Nobody's wearing masks. Like, how in the world uh, did they ever think it was okay to play Super Bowl with fans present and to allow parties around it? Will the people who all shared the, the, the fear porn, as I call it, saying there's no way to do this fairly, college football, NFL, no way fans can be present for the Super Bowl, this is going to be a massive mess, will they ever acknowledge how wrong they were about the fact that sports were played 100% safely this past season? No, they will never acknowledge it, ever. Um, they're going to continue to fight people like you on it uh, that, that brings legitimate data points to play. They're going to continue to fight everyone with that. And here's the great thing about fear porn, Clay, for those that peddle in fear porn. There's always something else to be afraid of just right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's a South African variant of COVID-19. You know, maybe it's something else. Maybe it's now a lowered immune system because people have been inside for so long, and now there's going to be outbreaks of other diseases. I'm just saying these things because if you really want to make people afraid and scare them, there's always something right around the corner that you can scare people with. So I don't think that part of it is going anywhere, unfortunately. And, you know, I'm reading up last night, actually, on what's going on with this right now, and I'm reading quotes from Dr. Fauci, who is, I think the quote was, cautiously optimistic that there will be fans at Major League Baseball games this season. Yeah, if 100% Anthony there Fauci should be fans. Is, yeah. Well, if Anthony Fauci is cautiously optimistic about this, I mean, this is a very guarded individual, right, throughout about everything. If he's cautiously optimistic, I would say that's a pretty good sign that fans are coming, and they're coming quickly. And by this spring, fans are going to be there at, at games. At least well, I at spring so. training, they're going to have like 25% capacity. And I don't know if you saw the storyline, but in Indianapolis, we're talking about the combine, but everywhere surrounding – the uh the the NCAA tournament they're going to have around 25 percent I think they're playing in six different venues if I'm not mistaken for the NCAA tournament they're going to have around 25 percent capacity for those games as well 
such that I see all of this data and I wonder if the NFL overreacted, frankly, by not allowing all those players to be in, uh, in Indianapolis for the combine as opposed to requiring people to watch remotely and or travel for pro days all over the country. That's why they started the combine in the first place was to try to limit the amount of travel that guys had to do. So you could go to one city for three or four days and see every single player that might be drafted as opposed to having to travel to 20 or 25 different college campuses. Clay, question for you. When should they go back to 100% capacity for all sporting events that are out there? When I, will they actually go back to it? When will they or when should they? So I when, would when go. When should they? When will they? Two two separate questions for you. When would uh, you go back to? If you're the commissioner of, of one of these leagues, when do you go back to allowing 100% capacity? And I know a lot of this is, is state and government regulations also. But when do you think it will actually happen? By football season? I think I think by July yeah I think by July 4th there will be a major league baseball team that is saying now look I mean a lot of major league baseball stadiums are never full period so I think that can kind of get yeah I think that can kind of give them a pass so let's say that an average major league baseball stadium can seat 40,000 people there's lots of times you would go to a major league baseball stadium and there might only be 20 or 25,000 people there especially early in the year when it's a little bit cold sometimes there's like you know eight or nine thousand there right so uh, I think by July 4th that there will be maybe even a target date of the major league baseball all-star game where you could say, hey, for the first time, we're going to have 100% capacity for an American sporting event. And the reason why I say that is it came out last week that the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio, said we plan on having a full stadium on, I believe it's August 5th, that would be the first preseason game between the Dallas Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So if that is the target date for the NFL, and we'll see exactly how the preseason ends up working out, I think they might not want full crowds for the preseason just to be safe. I'm not sure that they're going to play all these preseason games anyway. There still remains a lot of details to figure out there. But I think there's a good chance that somewhere around July 4th, a team will say, we're willing to sell as many tickets as we can. Now, I'm not sure. I mean, this is the big question that we had last week that we started to talk about, and I think it's one that hangs and looms over everyone who's a sports fan going forward. There are a lot of people who have found other ways to spend their money and other ways to spend their time and also gotten used maybe to more so than usual to watch sports from television. I'm not sure how long it could take for fans to want to fill up stadiums again just purely from a, hey, do you want to spend your money on going to a game uh, in terms of ways to spend your money that's out there that's uh, that, that's allocated, right, for entertainment-related events. But I think that there will be stadiums that are saying, hey, we are open to being full, even if all seats are not sold, because I think that's the second part of the equation, because some people will still be afraid to go uh, until like July 4th. Now, let me give you an example. I've got buddies from college and uh, one of my buddies is like, hey, I'm ready to go to Vegas and hang out for a weekend. How many of you want to go? Everybody's around my age, 40-ish years old. And most people are saying, hey, 
let's pick a weekend. We'll go. We'll get on an airplane. We'll fly to Vegas ready, right? It's not going to surprise you that I would be in that camp. I'm not afraid. I mean, I'm going to Mexico this week after got bumped for the snow. Uh, I'm going to be flying down. I've flown all over the place. I've been going to games. I'm not afraid of COVID. I'll wear a mask on the airplane, whatever else. That's me. I understand just some people differ. A couple of the guys that I graduated with said I'm not going to get on an airplane until after I get a vaccine. I was stunned because they're young guys, they're smart guys. I mean, I'm saying young, meaning 40. If you look at the data, a 40-year-old person who's otherwise healthy is not really in danger of COVID. If you're under the age of 50, you're more in danger basically driving to and from work on an average day than you have been from COVID. I couldn't believe that. But when I saw them say that, I'm not going to fight with them. Everybody can make their own decisions. It did make me wonder how many people out there who are otherwise sports fans even if the stadium's able to be filled up and even if tickets are available, wouldn't go. I know you would go. I would go. There's probably some people listening to us right now that say, ah, you know, I don't like baseball enough or I don't like football enough to go to a, uh, to go to a stadium. And, and I think all of everybody who wants a vaccine, if you look at the data, seems to be pretty clear, even from Fauci, who, like you said, is, is very much a cautious person. Seems like by June or so, Almost anybody of any age that really wants a vaccine is going to be able to get it. So I think by July 4th, I think we're going to be back to full stadiums, Major League Baseball, potentially. Yeah, and I, I, I agree with you. And I think, you know, the, the, what's going to draw people back into uh, an actual packed house for a, an event is a big football game. It's going to be a big NFL game. It's going to be a big college football game. And we're going to see a, a packed stadium. Let me ask you this. You're a big Braves fall. fan. I was, yeah, you think early fall. If I told you, hey, I've got really good tickets to go watch the Atlanta Braves first game of the season. And I said, but the Braves are selling as many tickets as people want to go. Would you go? I would. Yes. Yeah, you would. And I I don't know how many people in Atlanta, I don't, I don't even know how full the stadium would be. I'm just saying, if I gave you the hypothetical, the Braves are selling 40,000 tickets. We don't know how many people are going to buy them. Would you go watch the Braves, because yeah. I know you're a Braves fan, for the opening game of the season down at the Battery in Atlanta? My answer is yes. I'd be fine going and sitting even if I were sitting next to a stranger. Just like, by the way, my thing is, if I can get on an airplane, like I got an email from Southwest Airlines, which is what I'm flying down to uh, Mexico this week. And People are email, shocked you're not flying private, by the way. Yeah, well, uh, not, not quite, the, the not quite that you're not flying private. Not quite to private jet money. And even if I were, it's still a little bit difficult for me to justify uh, $20,000 <laughs> for an airplane flight. But the larger context here, I got an email and they said, they're emailing, I guess, in Southwest, when some of the flights are full, they said, hey, we're not leaving the middle row, middle seat empty. So someone could be sitting next to you and by the way, spoiler alert, probably you, my wife. Uh, but they said, we're not leaving the middle seat empty because she's small and she has to sit in the middle instead of making me sit in the middle or sit in the window or whatever else. That might be unfair, but God bless her for being willing to do that. So if I'm able to fly to Mexico on a two and a half or three hour flight and sit next to somebody in an airplane and enclosed tube in the sky... Why would I not be a, a stranger? Why would I not be able to go to a baseball game and sit next to someone or a football game and sit next to one, someone if I so desire? Just from a pure logic perspective, explain to me how an airplane can be full and it can be full t- 
totally enclosed in a tube, right, for hours in the air, and yet I can't sit outdoors next to someone else and watch a baseball game. That logic doesn't add up to me. No, well, look, I'm with you on all these things, so I'm going to agree with you on it. But even the logic, like even if you disagreed with me. But here's the lot. Someone on the other side is going to argue, well, that Southwest Airlines making a bad decision to do that. They shouldn't be doing that, and baseball shouldn't be doing that. Okay, but but both. The 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 point is it's a choice that you you can make. What I'm saying is if the government will allow airplanes to be completely full, and you can travel anywhere in the United States sitting next to strangers on an airplane for two and a half or four hours or five hours if you're flying all the way across the country, how is it not safer for me to be sitting inside of a baseball stadium, which is outdoors, where we know that the virus transmits much less significantly how is that not safer? By the way, I'll bring you back. I just wanted to leave that. Uh, can you come back for to close out this segment? Yes. Uh, I'll bring you back in a sec, but I'm just asking everybody out there. So this is where sometimes people get mad at me because I kind of try to apply logic to situations. And so it's a good question you asked, when would you be comfortable going to a game? But, you know, that guy who I'm friends with and said, I'm not getting on an airplane until after I get vaccinated. Okay, it's right. I'm not vaccinated. I'm happy to get on an airplane, go to Mexico, but I would also be happy to sit into a stadium and watch a game. It seems to me that if you're just applying pure logic, it would be less dangerous in terms of viral transmission to watch a baseball game or a football game outside in the open air with someone sitting next to me than it would be to be inside of an enclosed airplane with a stranger sitting right next to me, and by the way, right behind me and right in front of me, and uh, somebody constantly walking up and down the aisle and sharing a bathroom and all of those things, I don't understand, not to mention being in an airport, which is an enclosed area. You can't tell me that you can fly on an airplane, but you can't sit in a crowded stadium and watch a game. I don't understand that distinction. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I hope your Monday is going well. My kids are still out of school, by the way, in Nashville. These kids, man, what an unbelievable deal. They got out the entire last week for snow. They are now out for snow on Monday. You'd probably be stunned by this, Withrow. Do you know what I did on, uh, on Sunday? I got out on my roof because we started to have a leak in the, uh, on my back uh, porch and there was so much snow on top of our uh, top of our house, and it was starting to melt. So I got out on the roof, and I was trying to clean off the entire roof with ice. So I'm out there just knocking ice with a broom and with a shovel and everything else. Shocking. Yeah, I, I know you can't believe it. And I was thinking to myself, I'm going to die because if I fall off this the roof, I'm going to die, and nobody's going to believe that I actually was choosing uh, to be up here to try to clean the roof. But you know what I found in the gutter? Eight wiffle balls. 
eight <laughs> that were helping to clog up with the ice and the snow and keep the uh, keep the gutters from being able to get all the melting uh, ice. Eight wiffle balls, including uh, like six of them, all frozen together in the most overflowed gutter of them all. So my kids <laughs> get in the backyard and play home run derby, and if they hit it over the house, you know that's a home run. But then, of course, they don't ever track down these wiffle balls, eight of them, from playing uh, wiffle ball in the backyard uh, that were helping to cause my patio, uh, my back porch, to uh, to get flooded some. So, anyway, that's what I was doing. Now, you well, uh, were talking during the – yeah. I was going to say, yesterday, uh, it was I was out of town this weekend, come back in with – I was somewhere where there was no snow in East Tennessee. Yeah. Get back in. There's still snow on the ground at my house. There's still ice everywhere at my house. I'm out shoveling ice and snow off the driveway. It's 57 degrees outside. I'm yeah. shorts and a t-shirt and yep. a snow shovel yeah. out in front of my house yesterday. So that's that's the that's exactly what I was doing too. I was sweating, sweating, and I was in shorts and a uh, and a t-shirt and my tennis shoes on the roof of my house trying not to fall off with uh, ice and everything else getting it off. Now we were talking during the break, by the way. And you, uh, you said, hey, I want to talk about – we went to break talking about the airplane versus the outdoor stadium scenario. And my argument was if I'm willing to go on an airplane flight, which, by the way, I've been doing. I'm doing again this week, but I've flown several times during, quote-unquote, the COVID pandemic – and, uh, you know, wear a mask on the plane, follow whatever prescriptions they have. But I got the email saying, hey, we're going to have the middle seat filled next to you. So I assume it's going to be a pretty full plane. And that's multiple full planes I've been on as well. Well, so here's the argument, Clay. And uh, it, look, there's nothing logical about what I'm going to say. Okay, there, there, you can throw logic out the window with a lot of these arguments about not having sports and not having people gather in, in certain situations. But the argument that you're going to hear is this one word that kills me every time I hear it. But you're going to hear it. It's optics. It's optics because they're not live streaming your flight to Mexico for millions of people. And they want to put this public face of social distancing and people not being around each other and not having these quote-unquote super spreader events. So these professional sports leagues will continue as long as possible uh, with crowd limits and everything else because of the, quote, optics is what we're going to hear about it. And that's the difference. No one cares about your flight and if it's full because they're not watching it. But if you're putting on a costume party and you're, you're on television, you got to make it look like you're not having a packed house. And that's why pro sports are going to continue to not have this. Why do college basketball coaches, I see this all the time, they wear masks the whole game. They pull the mask down to shout at the yeah, officials. Yeah, it is funny. Right yeah. to their face and to yell at their players. It yes. makes no logical sense. They're only it's cosmetic the theater. On the sideline because of what? Because of optics. It's cosmetic because theater. They were told to do that. Cosmetic theater is what I've been calling it. So it's that people that people can feel like there's something that is being done, even though in reality it's totally illogical. Uh, okay, so you have your one of your first OutKick assignments. Like I said, you're starting your show on March 15th. On March the 19th, we will have a live show in Nashville. Details on that to come for the start of the NCAA tournament. What are you doing? Where are you going on Friday? So Friday, I am going to Martin, Tennessee, uh, which is home to Martin Westview High School, and it's home to one of the top cornerback prospects in America, Ty Simpson. 
uh, who is the son of Jason Simpson, who is the head coach at UT Martin. And he is going to make his college decision uh, between, it appears to be, between Tennessee, Alabama, and Clemson. Uh, so I will be at that announcement uh, on behalf of Outkick this Friday. This is a big story. and It's a big story for all three of these programs or wherever Ty Simpson goes because he is a possible game-changer at quarterback. Not that uh, Clemson or Alabama need their program changed, uh, but Tennessee certainly needs their program changed by a quarterback of this ilk. And that's what Tennessee's hoping for on Friday with, with the announcement of Ty Simpson and, of course, Alabama and Clemson also. So I'll be there live, and uh, I'll have some coverage for OutKick uh, from Martin, Tennessee, at the announcement of Ty Simpson this Friday. All right, so you are, a pro, what are you, 37, 38 years old? Clay, uh, I am actually 39 years old today. today is oh, wow. Birthday. Well, I didn't know I was ruining <laughs> your day so early. So you are turning no, 39 years old fine. today. All right, so I actually forgot. I forgot this week was my birthday. Last week, <laughs> my wife told me, and I had no idea. I said, "Oh, I guess it is the twenty second. Yeah, next right. year it will be actually. a big one to get to forty. So enjoy yeah. thirty nine while you can. But what is it going to? Have you been to cover a seventeen or eighteen year old kid college selection? And what does it feel like to be almost over twice his age and care what selection he makes? Well, it have you, like have it you has, psychologically uh, broken it down? I mean, it feels like it did when I was, um, you know, 12 years old and Peyton Manning made his decision because I cared then and I care now. I mean, it's yeah. like the connection that binds people of all ages and times is where uh, college football fans care about 17-year-olds and where they decide to go to school. Um, so it honestly doesn't feel that weird for me at all because I've been caring about this stuff since I was a kid. And I first started following recruiting before there were websites that covered recruiting. I yep. cared about recruiting and, and where classes rank nationally. So uh, I continue to care about it. I mean, I look through it now as a dad. You know, I look through it from a different lens, of course. Uh, and I'm sure when my daughters become, you know, high school, college age, I'll, I'll see it in an even different light at that point. But, no, I mean, I, I, I care about it the same way I cared about it way back when. And I, I know a lot of sports fans out there feel exactly the same way. So, Ty Simpson, for people who don't know, four borderline five-star quarterback. He's got an offer from Alabama. He's got an offer from Clemson. He's got an offer from Tennessee. Tennessee just hired a new head coach. Uh, Josh Heupel, who uh, is coming from Central Florida, is a offensive guru. We know Alabama's really good already, obviously. We know how good Clemson is already. If they get, uh, if they get Ty Simpson as a commitment, it's more of the same for Nick Saban and Dabo Sweeney. For Tennessee, how big would this be for Josh Heupel if Ty Simpson decides to go to Tennessee? Again, the final three for this quarterback, uh, Tennessee, Alabama, and Clemson. It'd be huge. I think it's, it's paramount for Josh Heupel because this is the start and the foundation for what's a great in-state class in Tennessee if the Vols can land Ty Simpson. And I think Ty Simpson said it well. I was, I was reading the transcript of inter an interview he recently conducted and he said, you know, the options are I can go somewhere and be a guy that wins championships for a big-time program that's already rolling, or I can go somewhere and be the guy in my home state. That's really the decision. You're going somewhere that's not successful right now if you go to Tennessee in hopes of being the guy that gets Tennessee back to some level of prominence, or you decide to go somewhere where you know you're going to compete for championships. You know it. It's a fact. It's going to happen at Alabama. It's going to happen at Clemson. So I think that's an interesting choice uh, for Ty Simpson. And I think just theoretically throw that out for anyone out there. 
you're from a state, that state has a big name brand school in the state, but you have the decision to go somewhere. Let's say that state school is down at the time, but you have the opportunity to go somewhere and compete for championships and go to the top programs in America or go and try to rescue and bail out your home state school. Uh, That's the decision in front of Ty Simpson right now. I think it's an interesting dilemma. If anyone out there put themselves in his shoes and thought about what would you do in that situation? Yeah, I think it's an utterly fascinating choice. You'll be covering it for OutKick come Friday. Withrow, I'll be watching from uh, from Mexico to see how it goes. Appreciate it. All right. I'm jealous about Mexico. Uh, Clay, have a great trip. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. That's Chad Withrow at Withrow Zone. We come back top of hour three. I'll talk a little bit more about that question and that discussion we were just having. Uh, some good data points out there about how soon stadiums could be a lot closer to being full. I'll explain what I mean. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts